Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. This is really strong coffee. When you bitch about wheat coffee, you get strong coffee. And we're back. And we're back. Welcome to Inside the Closet. We're here with one of my favorite people on the face of the planet. One of my favorite people on my the face. My Italian sister. <laughs> Yes. Frank Liotti. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me of here. Of course. And I love Italians. <laughs> well, love. here you are. This is it. This is it. Love. This is going to be a pretty whoppy podcast. Where do, what does WAP mean exactly? Without papers. And and we were called that because we were so much of us coming over from Italy that they when we would come over and people who didn't have the papers, they would put without papers on our chest. And so we were known as WAPs. I thought it was because we couldn't read the New York Times. Unless it was in Braille. <laughs> Italians are so different from what I grew up with. Because I'm from like a, my family's like real like New England oppressed, like kind of waspy. It's, mm-hmm. I'm from Chicago, you're from New York, and we're, we've always grown up around Italians. Italians like black. It's, uh, what? The cultures are very similar. People they say are. Jews are very similar, but I think Italian and well, black Well, Whoopi Goldberg similar. always says Italians, it's a boat ride away from Africa. It absolutely is. Yeah. And, you know, you Jews know what it and is? Italians always say they're similar. I think that Italian and black is more similar. That's interesting. I do. Because, well, because Italian is, pa- when I think of Italians, I think of passion. But Wildly passionate. Wildly but passionate. there's different subsets of Italian. There's a lot of different types of Italians. Yes, absolutely. Are you guys the same type of Italian? Well, I'm Napolitan and Sicilian. And as am I. So, yeah. we got we And actually, Frank and I bonded over talking about But our, you have more white in you, don't you? Like, isn't yeah, the my other dad's Irish. Like, yeah, the other half is Irish. I'm three quarters Napolitan and a quarter Sicilian. And a oh, quarter Napolitan! Prison. I was in Rome last week, and mm-hmm. I mentioned Naples. That's and such it was a baller like a, statement. It, I was in Rome last week. It, when you <laughs> mention Naples to Italians, cool. it's like a bomb went off. They were like arguing with each other, screaming and yelling because it's such a controversial city. What, I Rome? didn't know that. It, Naples. Well, oh, really? Yeah, I said Naples. Oh, pl- they steal from you, they lie from you, but they like have the best food. They created opera. Like the pizza it, is like nothing you've ever seen. <laughs> And then there's, like, the Italians and Queens with vocal damage like that. <laughs> the uh, fashions were simply gorgeous. The women, Emma. Yeah, <laughs> the women. We bonded over talking about our aunts and how we grew up with the same childhood. We both had, and it really is kind of, when you meet other people who are Italian, it really is, you bond because you're like, oh, my God, we really did grow up with a very yeah. similar childhood. Well, my girlfriend always says that you don't, you don't get it because you're not Italian. And I, I was... This past weekend, Matteo and I were in Jamestown, and there's an Italian comedian named Tam- Tammy. What was her last name? Tammy Piscatelli. I knew the name, I just couldn't pronounce it. Piscatelli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I was saying Piscatelli. I was saying Piscarelli, so I was fucking it up. But Tammy Piscatelli, when we were going to watch this show, she said she was like, "Ah, I need to be, I need to be on an exit seat because I got to get out of here quick." She goes, "It's an Italian thing," <laughs> and I told my girlfriend that she goes, "Yeah, yeah." I always and like, I go. I fucking love Italians. She goes. I just gotta. I just gotta know when I gotta get out. You know. And I was like, I don't know, but I appreciate that. Well, my aunt and Frank's mother both had um, dogs that they didn't want. Oh my god! And I forgot so about this. You describe it because it is the exact description of my aunt Cindy. Oh my god! I forgot about this. She changed when she got older. My mother. But when I was growing up, it was always. I, used, I forgot about this. I used to talk about this on stage. Get the dog out of the living room. Get the dog out of the dining room. Get the dog out of my bedroom. I'm like, Mom, Muffin can't levitate. <laughs> it was always about vacuum marks. <laughs> like, my friends would make fun of me to this day. They'd be like, how are the vacuum marks? She's dead, but the vacuum marks are still there because no one's allowed in the living room. Oh, my grandmother could win an award for With her the vacuum, vacuum marks. marks. The shapes of the vacuum yes. marks. 
the dog ended up in this stone basement where the washer and the dryer <laughs> why were. Did you, why even have a dog? With like Christmas decorations because I needed it. I wanted a dog. Like a support but, animal? Like when I moved out, when it got older. Like a, a met, what do they call that? The, uh, service dog. Um, the service dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dog. <laughs> service dog. For my condition. <laughs> um. When did you come out to your Italian family? I didn't. I was just present in who I was. Like mm, I brought faggot. People, I brought people home. Like I didn't care. What was, did your mom say to you? Though she was at least you're not. No, was, she said, "Do you want a meatball?" Like she was always about food. Oh, I thought meatball was like a term for like no, for like balls. another Italian guy no, or something. No, Favorite? but she liked. She was like, "I like Alex. He's uh, he's so man. He's like a man. He's masculine." Bob is too soft. So, because there's different things. It's challenging gender stuff. Can that is what can really make people uncomfortable. You never had a fake girlfriend? No. Because I didn't know Frank was gay when I first. No, met him. I didn't. I didn't. I, but that's probably why I'm so comfortable with it and don't like live in talking about it constantly. You never had a fake girlfriend? No. But, I had loved girls though. I had crushes on like d- right. d- crippling crushes on girls when I was younger. It was weird. I didn't always know. Like, people are like, did you always know? Did you? I didn't always know. I remember, like, very early being in the showers at the ocean at, at Smith's Point Beach. I remember being like, why does everyone want to leave so fast? Like, that I remember. <laughs> I love it here. I was little. This place is great. I was little. It was I, like that. I just kind of want to, like, keep asking him questions about his childhood because I find Please. Frank's childhood absolutely fascinating. Frank it's weird. is such a textured, layered person yeah thank you and you also look so italian i can't even you think people always think i'm al-qaeda well okay but you're the kind of italian like where you're you're mixed you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you're like you're Mm -hmm. you're mixed (laughs) like duncan hines uh, (laughs) um i want to know what's your favorite thing your i want to know your favorite thing about your aunts I want to know. I hated those women. Like, I liked my father's sister. My father's side of the family was different. My father's sister went to the High School of Performing Arts in, like, the 1940s. Mm. She lived to be 93. She was twice divorced, lived in a gorgeous house up in Woodstock, never owned a TV, just a big grand piano, and made her life in music. Like, that was the side of the family I connected with. Yeah, because were there other performers besides her and you? Uh, no. I'm the only performer in my family. Me too. Right? And I have 26 first cousins. I well, no, the- my cousin Rob in Colorado plays uh, guitar. Professionally? Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's making a living off of it, so, you know, he All performs. Right. But, I mean, but I have a very performative type family. Mm-hmm. I mean, we grew up on the same block with each other. Right. And it, probably three, four days out of the week I saw all my cousins, and... When I was my aunt Cindy, who's like the funniest person I know, which this uh, this past weekend I was in Chicago for a wedding, right? And I was at my aunt Cindy's house, and my family for some reason decided they love Linda Ronstadt. I don't know why. Now she like recently. No, back back in the day. So my aunt Cindy had her CDs, and my aunt goes, "Let me just show you something." This is words of advice from an Italian woman. She goes, "Here's how you know you're getting fat." When they take the picture, and every picture of you as the album goes on, they keep cropping up your body. She goes, first album, Linda Ronstadt's Naked on the Beach. Then we get to the 80s, it's a bust. Then the 90s, it's her head, and she literally holds up a CD. She goes, now it's just her eyes. <laughs> Didn't she? Is that the aunt that, when there was a fat person in the neighborhood walking by your aunt at the table in the house, went... <laughs> no. Well, yes. Yeah, I stole that joke so once, yeah. I, okay, so... My cousins, we grew up, okay, there was a girl on our block who was really mean to my cousin Megan, which, uh, I, I, I can't, I forgot about this. So we'd all, there's like 15 of us, we're all at a table, right? And I was like probably five or six, 
and this girl would walk by. We were sitting at the front kitchen, where we sat faces the outside, so the sidewalk. So this girl, she knew that she was mean to my cousin Megan. So she'd walk by, and my aunt wouldn't wouldn't do anything. And as she's walking by, my aunt would start shaking the table. <laughs> and then the second she gets out of view, ba boom, ba boom, <laughs> and then it stopped. Is that it, Cindy? Yeah. <laughs> my mother's side of the family, the aunts that you're talking about. My mother was one of seven. I'm the baby. My of mom's one of seven. Three, right? And you just yeah. Had... My mom, my mom's the third. My mom's the third. And you just had one. And I'm sibling. the baby of two siblings. Okay. Now I have one because the other one's dead. <laughs> my but you're the baby of three of twenty first cousins and the baby of three. I'm ring. Uh, my mother's one of seven. She's the third oldest, mm-hmm. and then I'm the baby of the three. And the baby of the 21st Cousins. Those aunts, four of them, there were four girls and three boys. My mother, Gilda, or Gilda, which that's probably why I always love Gilda Radner in part. My Aunt Laura, my Aunt Rosie, my Aunt Ellie. Are the were three. they nice to you? Uh, Aunt Laura was. I loved her so much. And she, were you a fat she, kid? I'm picturing a fat little kid for some reason. No, I was no, a no. string bean. Like, I have a, lie, a joke lying about being fat. I, was, I had abs, like when I was... Five and six and seven. I had a little <laughs> slingshot bathing suit. I had abs before I knew what they were. I was chubby in like junior high. Mm. When really? I was probably yeah, I was probably trying to you know I was like eating Susie Q's and ring dings. Like, the bread box was always there was they gave they bought like sweets because they were always at work and they felt bad for me so yeah. they probably tried to like Italians definitely me. use food to to cure absolutely guilt. and um I don't know those women. My aunt Laura was my. Favorite. She was the one whose husband was very northern cultured. They were always going to Broadway and the opera. She encouraged my career, and she died first, of course, because God always takes the good ones. The ones that were left were pretty hideous. I liked my Aunt Rosie. The only one left now is Aunt Ellie. Like when my dad was in the hospital in the cafeteria, this is like 2007. She's a drinker. She always would be like, we'd have some family thing. I'd see her like near the garage on the other side of the house, <laughs> crying with Uncle Freddy, holding a plastic screwdriver, a cup, and vodka's orange juice. She said to me in the hospital, you know, uh, Frankie, the Al-Qaeda wants uh, the Obama to get it so he can destroy America. Frankie, I saw it on O'Reilly and I read it uh, on the internet. And this was the time she thought it was appropriate to... She's just. She looks like white Mary J. Blige, but she's seventy two. Oh, good God! Well, the same. My my Beached hair. One of my aunts, when my dad was in the hospital near death, when I was in the first grade, he had this thing called vasculitis. Was in the hospital for six months, and my mother had to be there every day and take care of three kids, and you know, and try and make my. I mean, the whole thing was a mess, and it was a real struggle for our family. Mm-hmm. My aunt Nikki was in the hospital with my mom one day. And my dad's literally beep. Beep. And my mom is like bone thin, and my nigga goes, "I think I'm not in love with with Dino anymore." Dino, I think I want to get a divorce. And my mom is like, "I don't care. I Beep. don't care." It's very terms of endearment. Very, it's very. I, I mean, don't give a shit, mom. I'm sick. The drama with yeah. Italian families too. I mean, just I, at the wedding, there's always someone trying to start something. And See, that's why my parents, I think, made it to like sixty years because they were. The opposite from their siblings, and they were in love. But they and all were that probably the ones that the siblings love. went to, right? All the time, where they were holding up the emotional we the weight of the ones, family. We were the only ones without money, but they were the happiest people. Mm. Yeah, they had a house in the suburbs on a cul-de-sac somehow because it was a dollar fifty back when they bought it. My sisters were seventeen and thirteen years older than I. It's it was just and a none different of them are performers. World, 
No. What did they say when you were like, I want to be, what did you say first? You want to be an actor? No, it's just, I always did it from as mm. far back as I could. I was a pilgrim in first grade and I was mad that I wasn't an Indian. <laughs> I, well, well, that's I what they, you should have uh, been. I mean, <laughs> that's what they called it back then. Uh, <laughs> Indian Oriental. Now you say the wrong thing and uh, you get sent to uh, purgatory. <laughs> well, the Italians in old Hollywood played Native Americans. I now we play nothing. <laughs> I love when I hear other groups complain, like, blah, 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 blah. people complain and complain and complain. The Oscars last year, you had Fences, Hidden Figures, Moonlight. I say to people, name two or three Italian men, A-list, that are under 70. Go ahead and do it. Well, our heyday was in the 70s. 70s. That was it. There's nobody. After The Godfather. I have a fucking Yale degree. It's I want, like useless. One of my favorite stories and I know that this story came from a shitty experience for mm-hmm. you, but I think it's so funny is when Frank tells the story about how Ice-T's wife was <gasps> giving him acting no, advice. No, no, Ice-T gave me acting notes. Not oh, it wasn't his wife? No, it wasn't his wife. Is his wife Coco? Because she was yes. at Caroline's oh, one night. Right, because he was. said... Who's, what did who he... can break her pelvis and, on the go, on the, the, the ready. Oh, my God. Because this was... Frank was shooting an episode of... SVU. Yes. Will you tell the story? Yeah, I well, love the story. Not like we had rehearsal at like six forty-five in the morning, and I'm like, okay, that's Belzer. And, and Frank is Yale trained, professional actor. Like I knew everybody on the set. I had like four lines. I'm like my character. They thought was the rapist, and it ended up being Luke Perry. It was a guy with a raspy Brooklyn accent. Which is, of course, like, who doesn't think of Luke Perry? I saw you one day in a hotel watching SVU, and you just popped up. And I took pictures of it and sent it to you. I was thin then. And I'm watching everybody rehearse. I see the whole cast that I recognize from TV. And I'm like, who's that dude? So it goes on and on. It turns out it was a stand-in. Ice-T couldn't be bothered to come all morning. He came just later on. He, like, showed up when he wanted to show up. He comes in. Everybody's ready and rehearsed and blocked. We rehearse it one more time, and he, like, comes over to me. He looked like he woke up four seconds before. Now, he never changes his tone, too. In all of his (laughs) scenes, he's got the same. Um, You know, my eyes, before he even says a consonant, my eyes turned to cartoon X's because his breath (laughs) smelled like a rodent had been hit on Route 66 in 1997 (laughs) and died in his body. He gave me some kind of acting notes. Like, my lines were like about talking to a pregnant woman at the bar. And they were like, and she told you she was pregnant? My line was literally, and the party in my pants was over. Like, Ice-T's giving me acting notes about this shit. It was so... It was such a... D'Onofrio did the same thing at Criminal Intent. It, it's a pissing contest. Why you, do you think? Why did he single uh, you no, out? No, no, it's not just me. I'm sure they do it to okay. men in general. Like, I'm sure they do. Because when, you know, I uh, the scenes that I've had on television have always, for the most part, centered around me. So it's like all of the regulars on the cast and then me. That's just coincidence. Does that make sense? Yep. So they probably do it to everyone to sort of like pull rank and have a little right. bit of like, like when a dog pisses on a tree, or, you know. Just like so a, you know, well, here's how you do this. Just I so just, here's the hierarchy of it. I want to give gross. you some acting advice. <laughs> I learned from, from my mother. The, You're so retarded. The first thing that you have to do when you're going to say a line is just sort of Sniff white stuff, and you'll be fine. That was beautiful. <laughs> Frank is dying. He's Frank. You're and, so out of your mind. I could listen to him do like Liza Minnelli. Well, let's for hours. do what we do. Frank and I do this. By the way, Frank and I have. Uh, we need to do this. Oh. We need to catch up. We need to go to. We go to venereal. We go to venereal diseases. <laughs> 
we go to Venero's pastry place. I stopped like I've been avoiding him because I lost forty pounds since February. You look fabulous. By the way. I gained back like no. You at look, least you look fabulous. What was that? Well, did Ice T actually give you any acting advice though? Mm-mm. No, no. He Denofrio doesn't know how to actually, act. But not Denofrio actually kind of did because it was my first job that was like it was probably the best job I've had yet, and it was the Ice first. Ice T told you he told you to write a book like Coco. I forget. I probably wrote material about yeah, it that yeah. I never do because people get defensive. Like oh. now, especially after the election, anything and ev- anything and everything is open season for people getting offended. Right. Like anything. You mention a black person and people are offended. People get scared. Well, it's you and I really... can't say faggot on stage without people being no, wildly but a offended. straight black comic can. Like at Knitting Factory. I think outside I said of black, faggot I think... the other day and someone said something to me. They go, oh, you shouldn't say that word because... It, and I remember it got a bit... I said I'd rather be with a faggy little guy than a big butch woman. I yeah, said that a bunch of times. I love that joke. And uh, someone said... It was a straight person though, but they were like... It, it's been a couple straight people have said like, hey, I, I don't know if you should say that word. Yeah. I, I don't and think I, it's I don't think it's any race. I think it's just straight people in general can get no. away with On saying Hannibal whatever Lecter's they want. show at the Knitting Factory, nobody got that. Hannibal Buress' show at the Knitting Factory, I followed... A black comic who was killing, saying faggot, faggot, faggot. Really? And then See, that I'm surprises me in the name factory. It doesn't surprise me at all. I live in that neighborhood too. It just doesn't. It's it's so. When I see the way things are like going How down lately with like Montreal and with like my thing with me that upsets me is just I I just personally speaking w- listen I've I've lived my whole life as a gay man and also Elijah yeah. um and there's times like I was recently in Ohio and um which of those shows went terribly and uh, Trump supporters got kicked out because they kept screaming <gasps> Trump through Nicole Byer's set. No, we're in Ohio. Was she talking about politics? Sorry, yeah, she was I'm talking about politics. She was, right. but she was she was going off. You know what I mean? It's, we're it's in Nicole, Ohio. In, in um Columbus oh, at, wow. at the Funny Bone. Wow. And um but I, I have this joke now where I said I was crossing the street to go to Starbucks and a car drove by and screamed faggot at me and it was my first drive by faggot. So I'm standing there and it's just like faggot. And I, you know, it's, and it's funny, you know, and I've had people really close and it really happened to me. I got called back at three times in one day in Columbus. Um, and maybe your hair or something. Well, I was in a sundress, but still, <laughs> I just, I was like, no, I was standing there minding my own business. I was asking a for it. Um, I was in a boa, a fur coat. No, a sundress is better than <laughs> Just a simple, a simple, a simple, sundress. simple cotton shift. <laughs> I was in my grandma's house coat. Um, <laughs> but, um, people get wildly offended by me saying faggot sometimes on stage and then and you're saying but, that someone said it to you i know and then i've had other gay comics say, like one time say uh, not w- uh, just one specific person you know tell me not to who doesn't like the word who? faggot and stuff and who? It's like, oh i know who and it's like i you know it's probably like, guy branham it's no it wasn't guy guy says faggot all the time he does yeah he has a joke where he says he I, unfriended me on facebook he, really yeah probably because of something i probably because of a status or he, maybe probably because i don't have enough heat he, he has a very funny joke where he says i don't know why i talk this way it's not like i'm from fagistan i don't <laughs> oh, okay. know why i have gay voice no it wasn't guy um Wait, Frank doesn't have gay voice. No, Frank doesn't have. Well, there's times we talk and it, it can we can flare Let's up. Hear, shut up. <laughs> For a second, I didn't think that was you. Oh, God. Where I never even noticed that about that you don't have gay voice. Some people oh, do, yeah, and some yeah, people yeah. don't. My brother is gay, and he doesn't sound as effeminate as I do. But I, I don't mind having right. gay voice. Um, yeah. There's actually a documentary about it called "Do I Sound Gay." 
someone I started to watch 30 seconds of it and I was so bored I had to turn it off but if anybody hey I'm gonna tell you something about a story about my next right Um, (laughs) I just don't think men are funny it's like Lindsay like you know I'd rather watch like Bridesmaids or like Chelsea Handler or Kathy Griffin or Margaret Cho or Sarah Silverman or Amy Schumer or that girl Emma that reminds me of like what's her name Ellen DeGeneres but she's like funnier I just don't think men are funny it's weird are the ghosts of Joan Rivers are you funny are you gonna be funny I'm funny people say I'm funny all the time These they are the guys harassing Frank at P-Town. Self-loathing. No, those are the guys, period. In mm. every state that I do... Gay guys, right? A gay pride in. So it is harder can... to do gay shows sometimes. Although, it's, yeah. some, some, it's getting better with certain people, but I mean, sometimes it's just... I did a gay show at Gotham the other day, and uh, they were not into it. Did you do a homocomicus? Yeah. yeah. See, I was lucky last time I did it. It was because... the first time I'd ever done was it. Was it men and women in the audience, or just men? It was mainly, but men, mainly men. Because if it's they, more men, I'm good. If it's more women, I'm see, not good. See, Emma and I have talked about this for flip. years. The last time I did it, it was packed, and Judy Gold closed it, and it was women, and I killed. Yeah. Before that, like when it's, pre- and it was women going to see Judy Gold, because it could have been the other way around. A lot of queens love her, too. I love Judy I Gold. I love Judy love Gold. Judy Gold. And uh, what do you call it? When it's men... It's seriously, it's like, it's it's brutal. I got booed at an AIDS event in Chicago. It's Because I, I went after Britney Spears. Oh, God. That's amazing. But I let them have it. Wait a minute. Yeah. Not real Britney we Spears. We always let them have it. What do you mean? Britney Spears was there? No, Emma. <laughs> what do you mean? It was a place called Manhole. She was not there. Oh, oh I was... got confused, too. I thought the no, same thing. No, I, I went after Britney Spears. I There was a bunch of, like, porn stars before me, and then I went on. Of course, they're not paying attention because they're horny and drunk. Right. So they don't want to hear comedy, and I'm not a woman, so they really don't. So I I said, people kept talking over me, and I was trying to do my set, so I said, is anyone going to pay attention? And some guy goes, would pay attention if you put on a jock strap. Ah. Yeah, there's that. And then so I said, oh, I get it, because I'm not Kathy Griffin or that weekend at Bernie's in Vegas. You don't give a shit. And then they they were like, what? I was like, it's Britney Spears. And then I got about six minutes in and they, I got booed off. You know stage. what I hate about that so much? Is it's like... We're, it's not every show. Right. It's not every show. I hate about that so much is because like we're out here like in like very like heteronormative spaces just like doing our thing and none of us are preachy, but just by virtue of being ourselves, mm-hmm. like we're like doing something a little bit different. So we're doing more and then, then at least what I'm picturing is like the community where I picture like some lesbians where it's like ones that are just like... And this is probably not true. It's probably based on my own insecurity. But they're just like preaching to the the people that are like preaching to the choir the most and just like mixed in the gay community are the ones that I feel are the most critical of me. And I'm like, no, you just go to your rugby team and talk about how things are fucked up and nobody who doesn't already agree with you is going to hear. And then I'm out here in all kinds of fucking spaces. Right. And then you're shitty to me. But it's only it's it's less now, but it, it would only be, it would be toughest with lesbian. Gay men would always be like way supportive. Loved you. Like out of no, When I like, had that show at Rock Bar, gay men loved you. They I would ask about even, you constantly. I wouldn't even back. be like, it, cause sometimes like you'd feel the support before you're even on. Like I would just, they would just see me and be like excited. When that room was packed and a woman would go on stage, this was a gay bar. I would I went, see, I've done those shows there. I was at the back of the bar, and when it was crowded, I would see everybody's shoulders relax when a woman got on stage. So mm-hmm. interesting. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I started, like what you were just saying about the woman and the rugby team and the preaching to the choir and whatnot. That's why about a month and a half ago, this stuff that I always tell my friends, I started talking about on stage. And oh, doing I love material. it. I love I it love constantly. It. Like I tell people I do stand-up comedy, and they're like, that's so brave. When can we come in and see you perform? And I tell a gay guy, and they say, are you funny? Yeah. Are you going to be funny? Um, and it's really like, 
you know, Margaret Cho, Chelsea Handler, Kathy Griffin. It's really, <laughs> it's kind of unbelievable to think that there's not a single A-lister that can sell out a weekend at Gotham. That's gay, man. By its own community. The, I no, mean, I'm the, sure that gay guys can. Cantone, yeah, yeah. women that are well, in their I 50s. I always talk about Mario Cantone. Women in their 50s will go and see Mario. Yeah. But will the gay guys? No, they'll go see Jen Kirkman. I I, oh, I was so I, embarrassed with Mario Cantone. I went to go watch him at Gotham. I just moved to the city, and I wasn't that familiar with him. This Like five minutes in, the person I went with, I go, is he gay? And they go, excuse me? I go, is he gay? And they go... It's Mario, and Kinto. they didn't answer me. And then, like fifteen minutes in, I was like, "He's definitely." Gay. I was just doing an interview. <laughs> That's bad. At this point, he's like singing and twirling, and I was like, "He's gay." I'm I was doing an interview the other day, and I I said, "I'm like, I wish that more people. I wish Mario Cantone got the respect he deserved, at least from our community. From in our terms community, of yeah. But I mean, he had his own one person Broadway show, so oh, boo hoo. Well, yeah. But still, I agree with you. But like, when you, in terms you. of like, I when, whenever you say to someone like, "There's no famous gay male comedian." on the level of Louis C.K. They're mm. always or like... Or even on the level of Attell. Or on the level of... There's no... Like, even a couple of levels down. No, there's not. No. So they're always flabbergasted. They're always like, no, they're... They're... they're. And then they can't picture one. Name, and they're like, yeah, name, I know. Name three people that that will sell out a room to gay men and as far as but, stand-up. But and I, everyone's like, well, uh, was... Uh, well, I think and I think that this comes from a lot of fact that one, I think masculinity is like super precious to America for some well, reason. Wait a minute, let's talk mm. about well, that. Uh, for let me a second. let me just but let me just explain. No, I don't want to. No, listen, <laughs> I just want to say that I I had my knees replaced <laughs> and I was lying around not doing anything and I started to work with clay <laughs> and then I started thinking about clothing. Finish what you were saying. While I was making an album upside down. Um, I just think that gay men, gay men, people were so afraid for so long of gay men because of the, the, the masculinity is so fragile and important right. for some reason to America, and it makes no so sense. I, it's and, an and worldly, and religion, and everything else that goes with it. So you know, it, gay men, because we weren't represented, we looked to women, and uh, women were speaking for us in a lot of ways. I mean, Joan Rivers really was speaking for us for so goddamn. I mean, she was the only one speaking the same language as gay men forever. You know, I never and, I, about that. and I always I don't know say, what that is. I think it's a mishmash of hormones. I think it's also like a lot of guys were thrown into lockers by men. A lot of well, that, most of the gay people I know are that goes with what I'm saying. Most of the gay that's people I know are close with their mothers, but not with their fathers. Yes, there's it's, it goes very deep because when a man shows that he is is something softer than quote unquote the idea of masculinity, and softer in quotes too. It's, it's a threat. Well, now, and so, but the, the Frank, that's why they're getting thrown into lockers. But, that's why they're that's why all these things are but happening. Now in the community, all of a sudden, it's like don't even tell me that you're into masculinity. Like, well, you're not supposed to be into masculinity. Yeah. Other gay guys now find it offensive if you ask them that they're if if you ask them uh, on on an app like a grinder are, are you masculine like you can't say that anymore a lot of people say there's a war on masculinity a comic Wait, that I, didn't I know that. A comic that I love. But so is it supposed to be two little faggy ones together? A comic that, well, you're supposed to just be open. A comic that I love posted. Because whenever, if I watch a porn, I saw a porn in a real twinky one. Was I, I googled like a dirty talk. I googled verbal top daddy porn. Because I like watching, so I like watching people get fucked. Mm-hmm. And in it, Damn, popped up, what popped up is 
there was this like little twink fucking this big big muscular guy, and I didn't mm. like that. And I, is that I guess it's, I don't know if it's close minded to me, but no, I just that's was like, not what they mean. They mean they mean like mask, just not that kind of masculinity. What they're saying is on the grinder and stuff. There used to be I'm only men would say in their profiles mask looking for mask. I'm only looking for masculine man acting quote unquote guys. No femmes, no this, no that. And so there was this attack. How could someone not want a fem? But <laughs> Emma, a lot, there, there was a- this attack on the idea of like. Um, uh, being too effeminate, which is people taking, which is what the theory is, is that men are taking on the oppressor's characteristics and are are homophobic against themselves, and it's internalized homophobia. Uh, and so, yeah, right. I just and love now that we're Emma's in an Googling. age where if someone is embracing. <laughs> now we're in an age where a lot of guys, a lot of guys that identify as whatever they identify as, are embracing who they are and wearing glitter nail polish and kind of wearing sarongs and Haven't whatnot. Haven't they been doing the sarongs? Like that's cool. For Haven't them, they been doing that a long time though? It, that's not. I'm not going to want to fuck you if you have your nails and toes polished. Now, what and kind of guys do you that's like? That's got to be like okay. Well, wait. Before we get okay. to that, like I want to talk about something for a second that Please. I saw the other day. One of the comedians that I absolutely love posted on Facebook. I thought you were going to say absolutely hate, and I got that excited. They would have a better chance of like excelling, or people would if they were a person of color, or a woman, or a gay guy. Yeah. And I said this gay guy's not doing so great, and I thought like. So many of the gay guys that I know that are doing great. That's also offensive, too, because it's like we have to work. I feel like we have to work. It was work a joke. Like, right. It was a yeah. joke. You know what I mean? But I just wonder if I were a little bit more of what people expected from a gay guy, if I'd be doing a little bit better. I don't because know. Because that's, are, you people, can't, people I don't know. That's people tough. floored when I talk about it on stage. Sometimes they don't, gay guys have, you know, like at uh, in Wyoming. Hold on, I have a question for you. Are you a homosexual? Like, after the show. No, no, I want to know. Are you a homosexual? Like, defensive, Like, angry. you would be faking it on stage? You don't look gay. Are you a homosexual? As if I were faking How it. How can they say you... I had a, my old roommate... Well, someone I, asked if I was faking being gay. You're that go, is you're, crazy. That's what I'm talking about. And I said, why? Because I'm not nailed to a fence in Wyoming. Woo! Um, right. I had a my old. I had two roommates that were super masculine gay was, guys. You could never tell. It was in Laramie. I was performing at a benefit in Laramie before right. anyone freaks out. I took a horrific puddle jumper from Denver to Wyoming. So he can say whatever he wants. With a mentally ill woman, we were the only two passengers who was in a plastic bag. The whole time from the eighties. I feel like these things. One time I was telling uh, Kate Wolf and I said to Frank, "We go, Frank, you got to just start doing positive visualization, picture positive things." We said about the secret, and he calls Kate uh, Wolf. This is a while ago, and he goes, "Um, "So I was doing what you guys were saying, the positive visualization, driving down the road, doing it, doing it." The memory of an elephant, and then a stone hit. My windshield shattered yeah, it, yeah. and then a bird shit on me. So thanks yes, a lot for your fucking yes. positive visualization. I was like, that morning, I was driving home from Albany, and I was, I was like, like trying to do like my my what do you call it? Because I said, say the things that you want to have. Chanting, chanting, will no, it into existence? Affirmations, mm-hmm. yeah. And a rock on the Tappan Zee Bridge. All of a sudden, a rock shatters my windshield on the Tappan Zee Bridge. I go home and I take my iPhone out of the case to like clean it, and it goes and snaps and shatters in my hand. I call the second edition of The Secret The Lie. <laughs> I, do. I do. The Lie with the Frank. Lie. <laughs> the Lie. That's so funny. The Lie. It's true. It's absolutely true. I had a dream board. I had a dream board with my picture that was... I was on the cover of the New York Times art section in 2003. I have that on my dream board. I have all this stuff on my dream board. No, nothing. I, then I'll, I'll like have my dream board. Then I'll get seven emails from the restaurant I ten bar. 
It's, it's a lie. Well, because things don't happen. We don't I'm necessarily sorry, know when I'm they're going to happen. The, funniest thing the lie. Ever <laughs> the second edition of the secret the should lie. be called the lie. That is yeah. really Have funny. you said that on stage before? Yes. Oh, How's it go? It's so funny. Not a lot of people know what the secret is. <gasps> everyone knows yeah. what the secret Smart is. Smart people. No, everyone knows. You perform for better crowds than I do. I'll be no, in like please. a firehouse please. in uh, in TikTok fucking Pennsylvania. I was just in Jamestown, New York. Now, when you go to TikTok, Pennsylvania, <laughs> where do you, where are you, are you, are they just requesting you from seeing you around or is it a booking agent or who's, who's, no, no, it's just me. It's, it's, it's like from, an, it's usually from another comic that's producing a show. No. Mm-mm. Wait, so what kind of guys do you like, Frank? Not to go back. I'm just curious. Because oh, I've never God. met, I've never met any. Yeah, I, I, well, Frank is, has a, you've been with, you get some really hot. I do. Trade. I keep that's trade. I do. I, I love that he said, I do. <laughs> what is it? Take it to the baths, Mary. At best, all you've got is trade. I would think um, guys would like would like you. I would also think guys would do. love Mateo. Sure, of course. I know, I'm, of course, I'm, why, I'm, Mateo and I could have like one of those chat rooms, like the like Daddy and Boy. <laughs> Go on, boy, get back in the cage. Jessica hates when I do that. Wait, you know, come what on, be boy, so open up funny. that open up that flower pot for Daddy. Ah! I bet you guys could do that <laughs> and like make minute. so much fucking yeah, money. Four dollars a minute. Four dollars a minute. Frank's on, giving us a Put on the leash. Oh, can you? My poor mother. Have you seen Miss Coco Peru? She was playing Grand Theft Auto, and she went to a stripper place in Grand Theft Auto, and the stripper was dancing. She goes, "Oh, your mother. Oh, your poor mother." Oh, Coco Peru is a drag performer. I met her, and I was star. St- I was starstruck really? when I met her. I don't know any drag. Do you follow any like stereotypical gay stuff? Like no. you are no. the no. drag queens and stuff. No, my, favorite, my favorite drag queens are Coco Peru and Lady Bunny, who've been here forever, mm-hmm. and then Bob the drag queen. Bob like the who's drag. the one on? Oh yeah, I did high maintenance with Bob. Bob's fabulous. My part got cut, but they wouldn't cut Bob's part because he's a drag queen. Um, What's high maintenance? It's a show on HBO that. Was oh, a, that show's funny. Yeah, oh. it's cool. Wait, what was I going to say? Are people are going to think I'm a hateful person from this no, podcast. No, you're just First being true. First of all, the yeah. tens of twelves of people listening to yeah. this. I know. You're fine. My mom will still like you. She will. That's our listener. My mom. I, 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 I can't have do you your met mom's my mom? voice. No, I haven't even met your sister. You have a you have a twin, don't you? No, she's younger than me. She is. Yeah, nineteen months younger. She moved to Boston. Had Irish a baby. twins. Irish twins. Yeah, and can, we've gotten close I, now because she had a baby. I want to do two things before we let Frank go because mm. we don't have much time. Let me go. Um, we, I, we have to have Frank back because we got to check in on Frank, see how he's doing. Um, I want to Frank ask you. Frank is someone you, you just root for and feel for. I, I, I want to do Thank interviews you. with Liza with you because that's something that we do, and then I want to ask your opinions on celebrities. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, whatever you, you want to do an first. Interview? Yeah. I'm Liza. Okay. I'm Liza Minnelli. And, and now um, Frank and I do this by ourselves, like, no audience. Oh, yeah, we do. So I understand in the 1997 Special Olympics, you were a judge and mistaken for a contender. Tell us about that. Well, I originally just got my start with the Olympics when I was doing Stepping Out. And Tanya Harding came to audition for the role of the of the dance floor. And I said, she's too big. And then next week she wrote a letter to me and said, I have a crowbar and I need you to do something. And so I just m- met some woman named Nancy at the ice skating rink and broke her leg. Isn't that wonderful? I hate my sister Lorna. <laughs> Is this entertaining only to us? You know what's crazy? We know. I've we never also, heard like, Liza. I've never even seen Liza Minnelli in an interview. So my only representation of her is from Mateo. It's from Mateo. Yeah, it's pretty well, dead he's, on. He's. 
he's <laughs> doing he's doing a very today like he's not doing like a drag queen at the monster doing like what girls sitting alone when it was like the heyday when there was still life flowing through 98% of her body <laughs> now there's literally like Nothing she's left. white two and a half it. cells left that are like square dancing somewhere behind her calf <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, there's something shaking up those neurons, and nobody knows what it is. Mateo's capturing that kind of essence. It's like when I do barefoot contestant, people are like, "Oh my god, you sound so much like her." It's not. It's not the. It's the. It's the essence. Capturing the essence. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, what it is with my mom. My mom sounds nothing like the impression. It's the essence. Right. It's the nagging. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the essence. Can we can play you do, can your you, joke? Can, can we you play do your barefoot, barefoot contestant? Can we do you do it, and then can we play that joke on here? Can what, we do the barefoot that? contestant? I love to play. Do the your impression joke. right now. So we're going to make lemon bars. About half a cup of lemon juice. If you don't have lemon juice, don't worry about it. You can use some vodka or liquefied molly. Oh, no, 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 the difference. <laughs> Michael and Miguel are coming over. They're going to help my husband Jeffrey come out of the closet. <laughs> what is Sandra, her friend Sandra? Her <laughs> family Her family owns. So I'm going to turn up the volume on the lobster bisque. My friend Anna's coming over. Her family owns the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> it's hard to, like, do it now on the spot. <laughs> oh my god she's she's so great she's like my beyonce i can't explain it well she has a cackle too when friends come over she gets nervous and so when they come over like she's real calm the whole time talking wait, just like wait. this but then her friends go she's like do you remember you know who died remember Mateo and I were going to do an animated Barefoot Contessa thing. Oh, I'd love we that. We recorded like a hundred sound Her bites. demon friend? They were so funny. And he drew, he just called her the demon friend. One of her friends who's, who was actually like her cook chef inspiration, I found out, Anna, died. Mm. But Mateo drew Did her like- Did she kill her? No, she was like 104. Mm. Mateo drew her like a corpse. Like, it was <laughs> the funniest thing. Her voice, I think, was just like, like it, it was, was just dust. <laughs> That was it. 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 My friend Anna's coming over to taste his turkey chili. Hi, Anna. You gotta see it. Oh. I've never seen the Barefoot Contessa either. Oh, come on, Emma. I didn't know. I didn't see. I don't know. All I watch is that show on Bill- on Showtime Billions. That's the only show I watch. <laughs> If you saw what this, she's like a sweet old East Hamptons white lady, and he's doing her like, like the spawn of Satan's groin. Is that the one with Dan Soder? Yeah, and that's is the only good? show that I've gotten three. I got three callbacks to play this one character on it. So I started watching it to be like, who got it this bit? And then I watched <laughs> it, and the girl was so good. I was like, good for oh, her. Really? Because when someone oh. when someone gets something really good, <laughs> know. then you don't hate on them. You're like, ah, good I for can't, that. Like I can't watch. She them was dying good. Up here. I can't watch I'm Dying Yeah, here. but that's... I saw a clip of it, and I thought it looked brutal. I've heard it's horrible. I know, but still. Well, I just saw the commercial, Did you and they were like... Yes. The commercials were like, you have to live and breathe and die. I'm oh, like, come on. most comics are at a diner like, ugh, I hate her act. I mean, that's, right. you know... Um, right. uh, thoughts on Mariah? <laughs> I feel bad for her. She's from Centerport. I'm from Comac. She's from a few towns over. I saw the house that she grew up in. Modest? You know, she... <laughs> Modest for like Did Mary Tyler Moore. The house is this ridiculously gorgeous up on a hill thing. She grew up with money? On the North Shore. Oh, I didn't know that. And she talks about like, she's they like, spin the story. Down, 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 over there on Avenue F. And yeah, they spin blah, the, the story. Project. Like she grew up in a housing in the Four Queen Project. Well, it's mo- a lie. They moved oh. around a lot. Cause no, her, they didn't. Yes, they did. I watched parent. the Oprah episode. Her, her dog That's got poisoned. Fake her news. Car- <laughs> fake news. Gay fake news. 
Wait, the so town. it's not because maybe they went back and rebuilt the house. No, it was it was like one of those old Long Island. It was beautiful. Wait, so she's not from the hood. She like one, she said, no, no, I know she never said she, she was went from to Harborfields High School because she made it sound like Tommy Mottola like rescued her. No, she went to Harborfields High School, which is the, a gorgeous high school in Hunting in Cuntington. She was on the Tonight Show. She was like, "Mr. Perez, see, I really didn't need that algebra, <laughs> like whatever it was that she couldn't pass." She really used to be a, a remarkable singer. She did. She was so good. What I was your favorite when we, song you loved of hers? What is my favorite? It I wasn't love, someday, someday. No, 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 no. I love on that album. I like the one that didn't take off, Prisoner. Yeah, that was a Prisoner. I that's don't even it. Know that's it. The first album is so good. I kind of lost interest after. Would but you I like sing that her album. at karaoke? Would you do Mariah karaoke? No, I don't really do so, karaoke. I hate karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Mateo loves that, that. We were at a bar that had karaoke, and he didn't do it. And I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, like she's got to do it. Squeaking part of her range, that hideous squeaking. The she whistle calls, tone. It's not. That's not singing. That's like something. I know, but I love it. I, I wish like you had a, done karaoke. Well, she used to be able to sing it much better. Now it's like it's just, she just throws it in at the end. But I mean, I used to. <laughs> it's love, like a weapon. It, it kind of is a weapon. Deafen the enemy. I think, <laughs> I, I think she did it to get attention because she sounded so much like Whitney. It was like Whitney plus Minnie Ripperton, so she got attention for it. And her image at first was like, is she white? Is she black? She sounds like a black woman. She looks like a white woman. She That's was compared what, to Whitney a lot. I remember. Yeah, and was Whitney was kid. Whitney was not kind at first. Well, I don't know if Whitney was ever kind. You look at that. What is it? Many nights. What is it? Their their duet. There can be miracles. Yeah. They're standing. Whenever I've seen them perform at like the one or two times on the award shows, Whitney's Mar- out singing her. Mariah is on stage right, and Whitney is on hmm. stadium stage left. They could not be like seriously. They could perform a chorus line between the two of them. How gay is this? Well, Whitney also like Mariah was trying to sing, and Whitney just like put the mic as close as she could to her mouth and sang as loud as she could. And Took her like, wig off and put it on Mariah's mic. <laughs> Don't even this. go there. We should do gay fake news, Mateo. Oh, that is Wouldn't funny. that be so much fun? Gay fake news. Gay fake news. Can that we do Venereos next week? I have to go to Chicago Venereal next diseases. week. diseases. Yes. Can we go? Yeah, let's give them a plug. What, what do we used to do? Like, oh, did you hear about... This is a game Frank and I played. What is it? Did you hear about Sandra? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you hear about Karen? What? Well, you know what happened to Karen. No. Well, then you remember... I was like... I would say like she. I don't remember. I vaguely remember this. What did I we say? I was like, I was like, I can't believe Karen survived that. What do you mean? Well, first she was hit by the. the oh truck. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, wasn't it like a barrage of negativity? Yeah, I was like, and then she survived. The husband is uh, with the man from the office. <laughs> the sister is a malignancy, <laughs> and uh, the daughter's a lesbian. And after the uh, the oven exploded on her, they lost their house. The beehive came oh, after with the, her. With uh, the can. <laughs> she went to uh, use the easy off and she had the oven on you're supposed to use it on a cool oven the heat from the uh, oven the shards of she is uh, disfigured for the rest of her life <laughs> and then one time you're like the baby was stolen <laughs> the housekeeper uh, had a miscarriage and took the baby left the uh, uh, carriage at the top of Village Hill Drive Walk to the trunk of the car to get the groceries. The carriage rolls backwards down the hill, goes into traffic, goes into a shopping center, goes through the window of the lemon tree, the hair salon. Goes straight for Karen. The baby survived. Karen died. And the sequel to The Secret <laughs> is The Lie. The Lie. The Lie. I th- is that all the time yeah. we have? Yeah. Thank you so much for doing the show. Nothing more to do with you people. <laughs> 
Frank, I love you so much. You Where, what's so your much. website? Tell us the website. Frankliotti.com. I haven't se, updated it since 2011. Go see Frank at a show. He's so funny. La ragazza beve l'agua. The girl drinks water. Lesson one. <laughs> Listen to the adventures of Peppino and Rosemary as they go for a Prosecco in downtown Rome. La ragazza beve l'agua. <laughs> Brava. Ehi hey, ragazzo, ma che fai il ragazzo? <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. That's the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Some. Bye. Eat that.